0: Jay Hood Morning Show, here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you here on this football Friday, the last regular season game for the Bears against the Vikings, and thank God for that. My God.
1: Uh, but you know what? I will tell you this. Like, Snorling would leave his family to watch football. He did on, on Christmas. Leave left, them? I just watched left, on the phone you left at your an family.
2: Event. You left your family?
1: You would have absolutely stayed home and
2: watched... Football. If they said we're good, no, I did. I told them because it was a pre-recorded event. I said if they're locking up phones, I'm going to the bar.
0: You left your family, Charlie. That sounds like a lifetime special
3: for football. I mean, it's not like it's not like he's that insane to me. Like
2: the Cubs <laughs> had a bad year. Wait, wait, What's on. that commercial that runs all the things you do for football?
0: I want to unpack what yeah. Charlie just said. There. Why is it not? Why is that crazy? Again, I would only see I mean,
3: that. I don't know, man. Like I grew up on the West Coast. Kickoff was a Ted. like We kind of stopped going to church because we had
2: football to watch. You know? like- <laughs> that's fair. More than fair.
0: <laughs> Go to the early service. That way you never miss the football game. Yeah, but that's so early. <laughs> so, you know what? I mean, listen. Yes, Cap, but it has been a treadmill of the same for us, you and I. On the- watching the Bears team,
1: correct. But the White Sox had a bad year. We can all agree that, right? Oh, you telling me? Okay. The Cubs, despite having a good second half, they finished well under 500 up the track. Yes. But when baseball ended, I was saddened because I love the soundtrack of my summer being baseball. The Bears have had a horrific season. Probably going to be three and fourteen. They're three and thirteen today. When that game ends on Sunday, I so look forward to football Sundays that I will be saddened that there's no more football until next September. I know there's playoffs. I get that. But either I was doing the after show or before or now, Brett and I will be on the couch watching the red zone here and the football. that Gone till ne- beginning of next September. Yeah. I find that sad, even though the Bears were bad.
0: Cap, it just was entertaining. It just We haven't gotten there yet. We'll get there, and we're going to have plenty of spring and summer to talk about the Bears. We'll have plenty. Because now, with them trying to rebuild this thing and, sh- and kind of mold and shape this Bears outfit into a winner, we've got plenty to talk about here because it's an off-season of speculation, of just vast speculation. What do you do with this offensive line? And I will go back to what I said in July. All of this, Cap, is about what's best for Justin Fields. All of it. Agreed. We can speculate on, is Cole Komet a pillar? Is David Montgomery a pillar? Is is Gordon a No. It's Justin Fields. Oh, it Num- begins there. Number one what a bullet. It's him. A hundred percent.
1: And I heard Waddle and Meller the other day. Shea brought it up yesterday. Like, if you're sitting there at pick one... Pick one. Yeah. Means you get anybody you want. Sure. What does Poles do if he says, oh boy, I love Justin, but this Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Will, Le- whoever the guy is? Man. Man. Golf? Right. Oh, that. So, <laughs> like, you're going to look at the situation and think, what do I do here? Do I trade back? Get a really impactful player, but I'd probably leave Will Anderson on the board. i probably are going to leave Jalen Carter on the board. I'm leaving the quarterbacks on the board. But I got a bunch more picks. Or, man, I could trade Justin and go get a new quarterback, reset the clock. Like, I don't see them doing that. And I would think that's a mistake. I'm not advocating for it. But it's being discussed by people. I
0: I am right now I'm going to put my foot down and say that's something that the Bears better not do. And the reason why is because and we'll have plenty of time to get to this between now and April. Based on the quarterback draft class, there's nobody that walks on water. It better be someone that is going to get you a Super Bowl in two years or less and win it. And that's nobody in this class. Absolutely not. But in the 2017
1: draft, I don't care. No one thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be that guy. Don't care. Chiefs thought it. Yeah, Chiefs.
2: Well, I was going to say they traded up together. Yeah. just yeah. said
1: that, and they knew they had Alex yeah. Smith there still. He was not going to play as a rookie. Like Shay, look, listen, Shay. Ask Shay. He he hosts uh, Snorling
0: You. That'll be the podcast after this show's over on the ESPN Chicago app. covers it Covers college football. I love college football. We see we spend so much time on Saturdays. Probably me as a college football fan more than an NFL fan. I'm just telling you, based on what I saw, I don't see anybody that's in this draft class and say, you know what, that guy's going to be better than Justin. I can't project that now. Now, hey, maybe I'm biased because I'm looking through, I look at football through college eyes because I watch so much of it. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that I would say, got to find someone to replace Justin in this draft. Absolutely not. Find any other position. You got plenty, by the way. Plenty of room in the end for the Chicago Bears. Offensive line, defensive line, secondary. Find whatever you want. You should find someone that's got to be a pillar that high in the
1: draft. One or two. No doubt. But it better be. It better be. But just don't forget that the last GM we had prior to polls, Ryan Pace, had four top ten picks. Yeah. Four. And they've got none of them on the roster eight years later.
0: None. That's the pressure that you have as a general manager and the pressure that I'm applying as a fan. It better be someone that you can utilize right away. It better pay dividends right away. Sorry. That high in the draft? This is why I never believe in fully tanking in the National Football League because I think it's BS. Uh, Baseball? Yeah. Basketball? hmm, You can do it. But in the NFL, are you really where you want to be if you just outright tank on a regular basis? The answer is no, not in this league. Correct. So, Shay, you tell me, just let me go back to what I was saying before about the quarterbacks. You've seen these quarterbacks. We've talked about it. I don't see a difference maker today that you could say, yeah, we could part with Justin Fields for Will Levis or for any other quarterback that's going to be available in the first two rounds. I do not see that.
2: I think Bryce Young could be that guy in the NFL. Well, He's awfully small. Yeah, it's pretty windy here. He might blow away. I, I know size <laughs> is a concern, but I, I just what I've seen from him, I think he has a chance. Um I don't know, over, man. Like, over
0: Justin, I said.
2: My fear with it is this, and I don't know if he's better than Justin. Like if I if I'm drafting, I think Justin Fields is the number one quarterback in this draft. Like, just is. He's got two years of NFL experience. You don't have to bring him up. Um, hopefully, next year you build something around him where you can really start to see things go well. But. He's not Poles' guy, and I mean that quite literally. Yeah, like Poles did not draft him. Poles has not come out and said, that's our franchise guy explicitly. So we don't know. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. I, If I were managing the Bears, there's no chance that I'm trading Justin Fields. But we don't know what's going on with Ryan Poles. He hasn't told us that.
0: You, you go with the genuine article, someone that you know that you feel like you can win with at some point rather than someone that you don't. It just... The quarterback, the quarterback conversation for Justin Fields is a non-starter for me.
3: I they
1: agree. I'm all is. in on him. It's
0: just not a conversation. But there
1: are people having that conversation, which is unconscionable to me. I would not do it.
0: And the Bears need so much
3: edge rusher, defensive line, offensive. Line. I mean, Charlie. The list is endless. And there's something too, as far like I know, we bring this word up a lot in relation to Ryan Pace, but like. I think one thing Polls has shown is that he will follow through on his conviction. People didn't want him to spend his two first picks on defensive players, but he did anyway. People, you know, he was, he was convicted in his belief that they weren't going to th- work things out with Roquan. He was convicted in his belief that Chase Claypool could be a difference maker and part with the second round pick for him. Mm-hmm. If he's convicted in Bryce Young and he has one of the first two picks, I don't think, you know, it, it's hard to say that there would be much stopping him.
1: Okay, but he's convic- convicted. Ryan Pace was convicted on Mitch Trubisky. And that's what I respected, that he had the conviction to go, I got to have that guy. Okay, then get, him, get it done. And if Mitch had been Patrick Mahomes, no one would have cared. He moved from three to two. The fact that he was Mitch was Mitch, that's what has everyone so upset. Yeah. It just,
0: I just don't believe in outdumbing the room if you're the Bears. Don't, don't out-dumb the room. Take care of what you need. What's your best available? That's what you look at. You want to get more picks? That's what the middle to the bottom of the draft is for. You want more capital? That's how you do that. But if Will Anderson's sitting there at two, you take him. Don't look at the board and say, you know, the best available on here is Will Levis. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: don't do that.
2: Well, if they do that, I mean, in my opinion, if they do that, then they're terrible talent evaluators.
0: Don't don't, don't take C.J. Stroud just because he might be on top of your board. Take care, because... Again, if it's about Justin Fields, it's about offense and defense, as we have some news here regarding what is happening with uh, DeMar Hamlin. Go ahead, Shay. What's that
2: news? Uh, from the Buffalo Bills on Twitter, per the physicians at UCMC, DeMar's breathing tube was removed overnight. He continues to progress remarkably in his recovery. His neurologic function remains intact, and he has been able to talk to his family and uh, care team. Uh, Ian Rappaport also reported that he's on FaceTime with the Buffalo Bills.
0: FaceTime?
2: That is Awesome. Wow. That
1: is awesome. What a blessing. Power of prayer, man, I'm telling you. Whether you're a religious person or not, like, someone's going to say to him, do you know that the entire country's been praying for you? Would, Did, you'd have no idea. And then someone's going to say him, do you know your GoFundMe that you were trying to get $2,500 to buy some toys? It's over $7 million. What? $7 million, that's the impact you made on people. It's really cool. Man, from
0: a guy that was out, his heart stopped beating. It stopped beating. Thank God for the EMTs. Thank God for what happened over uh, at the hospital to keep him going. Mm-hmm. 100% needed the oxygen, 100%, lower to 50 to the point where he could write and say, did we win the game? And the doctor says, no, you won at the game of life. Don't worry about the game. You won. 'Cause you're awake.
1: You're alive. I and mean, you've got your faculties about you. Pretty amazing, man.
0: And the breathing tube has been removed. What a what a blessing for him and what a great story for Demar Hamlin. Tragedy on Monday Night Football to where we are here on Friday. What a great story. Very cool. Now I want to know more about the doctors. I want to know more about the MTs. Just that whole story. I don't need to I don't need to be a Disney movie, but I'd like to be able to know
1: more in a documentary form of how they were able to Pretty much saved his life. Yeah, and Albert Breer tweeted about the trainer, Mm -hmm. the assistant trainer of the Bills, who was the trainer at Syracuse. Mm -hmm. And Sean McDermott spoke about him now. I just was looking at it on Twitter. He said, That guy's a hero. He was so amazing in the moment. He did not get overwhelmed by, oh God, boom, he's on the field and I got this. And they said, He's the guy that saved his life. It's really cool. All right. coming up next, we'll take your phone calls
0: 312-332-ESPN 332-3776 Bears and Vikings, we talk about effort We did not see that against the Lions What do you expect to see on Sunday? It's the last game, our last opportunity to talk about the Bears here this week, so we want to get your phone calls in here and still to come, the Friday folder All part of the mix on Cap and J-Hood
4: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago Cap and J-Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's
1: home for sports.
0: Friday Folger comes your way at 9:35 here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan Jonathan Hood with you. Don't forget, oh, th- yesterday, Cap, Good Karma Wrestling on the ESPN Chicago app.
1: Talk about Vince McMahon.
0: <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother. Vince McMahon. That was the lead story on Good Karma Wrestling. If you are a wrestling fan and know of one, make sure they check out the podcast available now on the ESPN Chicago app. Vince McMahon wants back in. 78-year-old Vince McMahon. I'll rerun He's it, 78? Man. He is 78. Oh, my goodness. He Once- looks pretty damn good for 78. In some places, yes, um, but Cap he wants back in. Never mind that he has uh, he has allegations of rape and sexual assault around his head. Nope, wants to get back in. Crazy. So I mean, so the CEO wants to be back in. We uh, address that story and more on Good Karma Wrestling available on the ESPN Chicago app.
1: I look forward to it.
0: Three one two three three two ESPN is our telephone number. There he is, Joey G in Melrose Park.
1: Our guy. What's
5: happening, men? What's up? How's things in the studio?
1: Things are good here in the studio, man. Skipping things are out
5: good. Skip and Shannon are doing
1: fine in the studio,
0: Skip. Oh, come on, Skip. We're doing fine.
5: <laughs> are you imitating me, Hoodie?
1: No. He's imitating Shannon Sharp. No. Oh, no,
0: I Sarah- got
5: put- I got a fedora for you, Hoodie. I understand.
0: Shannon Sharp doesn't have a Chicago accent, so no, I wouldn't be doing that. Exactly. (laughs) Well, first
5: of all, my my comment would I want to make a comment to uh, thank the Lord for that uh, trainer from the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Um, Any minute later, minute shorter, if they didn't revive him until he got in the ambulance, God forbid, who knows what would have happened. But we got excellent news throughout the world for this young man to be alive.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It is really
5: cool. Um, number two, I on a sister station, um, they were talking about that. polls might go for a QB.
0: Who's which sister station,
5: Joey? Well, I, I don't know if I got the right word, but it, it, it's on, uh just six seventy. When you guys go on vacation, the the, the show's kind of boring,
0: Joey. What, so, why, jo, Joey? Why are you cheating on us? Why? I thought you. I thought yet yeah, we were together. And there you go, going down the dial for information.
5: Why? I'm sorry, I cheated on you, honey. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you out to dinner tonight and buy you some flowers. Well, and- it's, it's okay. Yeah, Mulligan needs love, too,
1: I'm hearing. So
5: So I'm saying, wait, wait, you think you go down the draft pipe and maybe get a backup, good backup? Not
1: uh, not high in the draft, but I do think you have to get a developmental quarterback in here, not named Tyler Bray or Nathan Peterman or Tim Boyle. Get some young guy in here. You've got
5: Simeon at two, Justin at one. Draft somebody. Develop him. I agree. I agree. Joey, if all the information that you need about the
0: Bears or anything else is right here at ESPN 1000, you don't need to go cheating uh, next door with the milkman. Correct.
5: I'm faithful to you guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're the man. I feel feel like I just broke up with my wife. Well... That would be a good thing, though. (laughs) Joey, have a great day, man. Thank you very
0: much for the phone call. Love him. At least you put it out there. He just he put his hand in his heart. I want you to know. Right. I love you. Yeah, well, thank you very much. We appreciate you. 312-332-ESP
1: is our telephone feel number. I agitated right now.
0: I do feel a little agitated. Joey G at Melrose Park. You wouldn't know what to do with a Joey G like us. No shot. <laughs> Hashtag free heart. We go to dirt on the west side on ESPN one thousand. All right, dirt. Oh, I'm,
4: yeah, I'm back, man. I'm back. You guys, you guys hung up on me after the uh, pedicure thing, the manicure thing. Man, what happened?
0: Nobody hung up on you.
4: Oh, y'all still, I was still on. Well, I must have hung up on y'all. Did but look, I want to, um, I want to chime in on the. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I want to chime in on the effort. Y'all say it's the is the Bears losing effort? We got burger flippers out there, man. I can't even name seven people on the defense, first and last name. Like, what do we expect from – our last hope was Jack Sanborn. Uh, yeah, right. I was waiting for the ball.
1: <laughs> Dirt, you make a good point because one of my kids said to me he named a player. Now, I, I've been doing their post game all year. He named a player. I go, who's that? He said he's on the Bears. I'm like, never, right. heard, of never, never, never heard, of
4: heard of him. Never heard of him. Seriously. You know – and it's just like, hey, what do we expect? Like um, these guys are burger flippers, real, real burger flippers. And um, for the Chase Claypool, I think I'm with Shay. I like, I like what he said, but he got to show it on the on the field. Like you, you, you talk a good game, but let's see what you're gonna do on the field. Like you sound like you want to be here, but you're not playing like you want to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I hang up and let y'all. Uh,
0: Talk. Dirt, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Dirt. Something I should bring up regarding Claypool is this, and that is, well, he can't throw the ball to himself. And anytime that you're not getting the ball, like Bayless Jones or like Claypool, it must be something in practice in which yeah, you know what, he didn't have a good week of practice. Don't bring the ball to him. We'll give him some targets, but not a lot. You can't throw it to himself, Cap. He I'm thinking with Peterman, maybe he'll be able to get some receptions here. I think. Well, Justin was like, nah, I'm good.
1: We're going to find out because if Peterman stands back there, and I can read you some – I just read you the – off the air. I'll read him here in a second. Mm-hmm. If he gets a bunch of targets and a bunch of catches, you're like, where was that at? hmm Nathan Peterman has started four games in his career. This is courtesy of the Action Network. He is 1-3 straight up and against the spread, including 0-3 in straight up and against the spread as an underdog. Mm-hmm. In those three, and 3 games, he has failed to cover the spread by an average of 27 points per game. Mm -hmm. those was a 41-9 loss to Matt Nagy and the 2018 Bears in Buffalo.
0: You know, as much as we take a look at quarterbacks in the National Football League this year and moving forward, how they have a bright future, there's still these guys that's been hanging around forever. You would think... That Mike Glenn would never see the football field again. Back up, well, you know, just uh, got signed. Just the, the idea that he's even still around is ridiculous to me. How, like how Nate Sudfeld is still around is ridiculous. I mean, we are should be a, a generation removed from those guys. As much as we look at quarterbacks today, and I would say the majority of them, cap, whether they're young veterans or the guys are ready to win now. I think we're in a really good spot with quarterbacks. Would you agree with that, Charlie? Like, I would say that today we're in a great spot with quarterback play.
3: It's completely elevated the standard of what a good young quarterback is, too, when you think about it. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, at least the good thing with uh, with Nate Peterman is not we're, we're not going to have that five minutes of Trevor Simeon where it's like, maybe Simeon's a better thrower than Fields. We're not going to have to deal with that this week. God, it, should Correct.
0: Be, it should be better than, like, Maybe another week we'll talk about this because we could compare. The 80s, I thought we had a lot of great, really quality quarterback play. A lot of it. Even the backups could play in the 80s. Do Do you think that's that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, like it was deep, I thought, back in the day. And now today, we can go across the board around the National Football League, and there's maybe veterans that you're not maybe sure about, like a Russell Wilson. Will he have any more left in the tank? But then it's so high with the, the Allens and the Burrows, and, like, this league is rich with quarterback talent, Cap. Correct. But the idea that we still get some of these guys that have been around, like, for Mike Glennon to still have a job in this league is
1: just ridiculous to me. He just got signed off the scrap heap by Miami because of Tua's situation. So at the last second... You either get someone off a of practice squad, like Tim Boyle, like we did here, or who's still out there on the street that's in shape that can at least competently take a snap. Right. We got Mike Glennon out there. Josh Johnson, didn't someone sign him? Yes, I believe so.
0: Chase Daniels, more of a podcaster than the quarterback, but you'll you know, break, you know, break glass in case of
1: emergency and just right. bring him in
3: there. Mitch.
1: Mitchell have a job for a long time. It's crazy.
3: It is interesting, though, because I believe it was Howie Roseman who said they don't look, as, they don't look at what we would consider a backup quarterback as the backup. They look at it as the second quarterback. So they look mm-hmm. at it as something to actually invest in. And I think that's, that's shown with what they saw with Foles. And, I mean, you can do a lot worse uh, uh, from a backup perspective than Gardner, than Gardner Minshew.
1: Well, that's fair. That's fair to say. You've got to have yeah. someone that if you feel like you can win the Super Bowl, and God forbid your guy goes down that you go, we can win with that guy. Maybe not because of him, mm-hmm. with him. And that's what got Jerry Angelo fired here. Because he didn't have a competent backup to, J- to Jay. You said, when did you
0: say this? I think you said this in this past offseason. You said that it would be best for the
1: Bears to find someone with a similar skill set of Justin Fields. Correct. Now, Trevor will be here for another year as a backup I want to have a developmental guy who sits for a year, learns, Trevor's contracts up, and you go, because use Baltimore as an example. They're going to playoffs again. Mm -hmm. They have a great head coach. they got a great owner, great system. And when Lamar went down, Tyler Huntley looks like Lamar. Not as good. Right. Plays the same way. Same playbook. Yeah. He's able to use his legs. He can throw a little bit. We don't see that here. Trevor's different mm-hmm. than Justin. Trevor's a, a classic drop-back passer. He uses his legs a little bit, but nothing like that. I want another Justin, draft him later in the draft, and try and develop him. By the way, um, just a quick sidebar. May I approach? Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law. 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin.
0: Sorry, my ball. You, you uh, place any calls up there at the house hall? Find out what's going on with the president's spot?
1: I've uh, made a few calls, yeah. Any, uh, I headway. think Kevin Warren is the front-runner, clearly. I think Jim Phillips' name is definitely there. Uh, Colin Faulkner, the executive VP of the of uh, the Cubs, all have experience in building buildings. I said this to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was on or off the year. Kevin Warren's the only one of the three that's built a stadium. Mm-hmm. Phillips built that amazing building, $100 million building at Northwestern. And Colin was integral in working with Crane Kenny and Ricketts and everybody to renovate the whole Wrigley footprint, the campus there. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Warren built a building, a stadium. I like it. He's quality, man. I like it. But again, are the Bears shopping at the top shelf? We asked this yesterday. Kevin Warren's making $6 million or more at the Big Ten. Jim Phillips is in that vicinity at the ACC. Colin may not be, but... That's that's the deep end of the pool. It's worth it, though, Cap. And they're all good executives. But
0: it's worth it, isn't it? It's worth it. If Except, you get the right guy. It, what, no, I'm talking about for uh, Kevin Warren. It's worth it instead of some pencil pusher. I don't want just some guy there that's a bean counter. I want someone that's going to be able to help the stadium go through and also be able to mold and shape the next generation of Bears football. Agreed. Like, so George is... George's still around, but he's out of the way. You have a competent president, not just some guy, some financial guy. I'm not, I'm not trying to push Ted out the door. I'm just saying, like, just a, a – No, but a, he's a, retiring. Yeah, but just a, a, a reimagined
3: new look in the president's chair. Correct. That, that's all I'm saying. Agreed. He's somebody with enough equity to look at George and say, no, like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Sure. Here's how we're doing business. What, what is all this that we're spending?
0: Give just, me five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get so out of here. Give me the checkbook and get out of the way. We're changing the way we do business around here. When McCaskey comes in there like Gene Wilder. By what? the way, can I ask you a quick question you can ponder at the break? You get to invite one person to a function. If they're late, you win half a million. Who are you inviting? Think about it. Oh, don't give you the answer yet. No.
0: Is Danny next, by the way? Is he that? already went. Oh, you're already, because that's a good question for him, too. Ask the question again.
1: You get to invite one person to a function. If they're late, you win five hundred grand. Who are you inviting? And I asked it because it'll be a quick little thing, and I know who you're going to say. I think I know who you're going to say.
0: You should ask Danny the same thing. Danny's listening. Uh, the Friday Folder is coming up next. Her name's Diana. On, I Guess we're going to have to ask <laughs> Danny now. So we get, get cross him off the list. So much for the tease. Friday Folder is coming up next on Cap'n J-Hood.
4: If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Because it's Friday.
5: It's time for the Friday Folder.
4: And you ain't got shit to do.
5: On the Cap and Jay Hood Show.
0: For the Friday folder here, and brought to you by
2: that would be ETI School of Skilled Trades. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Well, let's start with a rather heavy ish story. Dana White did something bad and gave a rather pathetic, in my estimation, apology for said something bad. He was caught on a video at a New Year's Eve party in Mexico hitting his wife in the face. Yep. It's a bad guy. No surprise
0: there. Um, And so I heard what Stephen A. Smith had to say. And for someone that usually just goes after everybody, and rightfully so, because you're supposed to hold people accountable, Stephen came in nice and and soft. He's a good family man. He's a friend. Wait a minute. He slapped his wife. Okay, so I don't know what UFC is going to do about that, but just the lowest of the low when you're putting your hands on a woman. I don't care what the circumstances were. I saw the video. She hit his face, and, she, and he slapped her back. I think twice, actually, at that party. It was so, and so what's interesting about this, obviously, I don't know what the UFC is going to do, but there is a show on TBS that's a slap fighting show. Have you seen this, Charlie? Yep. On TBS. Power slap, right? Uh, something like that. I don't, I don't know the name. What's, isn't it called Power Slap? It's after AEW I Wrestling. I do not the name either. It's
1: after AEW Wrestling. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I that. believe it's called Power Slap.
0: Now, that was supposed to debut soon. They're going to push it back a week. Correct.
1: How, how um,
0: weird is that, that you slap your wife and then you are hosting a show about slapping people? Yes.
1: Power Slap League. The Power Slap League. And so it's three rounds. Mm. And let's say it's you against me. Bam! I slap you. If you go down told where I win. If you don't, you kind of rally. Now you get to smack me. Yes. And we go three rounds and see who goes down first.
2: It's the dumbest thing ever. Dumb. That's, that is actually maybe the worst idea for a TV show I've ever heard. How did that get Greenland?
0: And and to just stand on my on my soapbox for a second, what will the kids do in the in the uh, schoolyards? They'll watch that show and say, let's have a slap fight. And then some kid's gonna have a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like that, so. I, I don't get it. So
2: I feel like that might have been happening anyway.
0: I mean that, I mean on purpose Just stand there and just take a take a beating. I used to slap box in school. I got a big hand. I'd get the ear and then all of a sudden you got cloudflower
2: ear or I'm taking your head off. That's how an open hand fight becomes a closed fist fight. Right? It's the open hand hit to the side of the head, and then it's a closed fist fight.
0: So, I don't know what happens with Dana White, but I mean, the lowest of the low when you hit
1: your wife, when you're slapping your
0: wife around. You put
1: a hand on a woman. I I don't believe in physical violence. That's just not who I am. Mm
2: -hmm. Not a physical violence guy.
1: I'm not. I, I don't. I don't get in fist fights. I wasn't that guy growing. I'm just not. Touching a woman? slapping her. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Slapping a woman, hitting I I can't get by that. I can't like I can't get by it. That's for their business, and if she chooses to stay with him, good luck to her. I, I can't get by that.
2: Shay. By the way, quickly, a lot of people on our Twitch chat are pointing out she hit him first, so it's like fine or something. Oh, sure. If you're Dana White, if you're there's never an excuse to put your hands on a woman guy, that's a quote from Dana White. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I don't care if she hits you first. You can't do it.
0: No, if, if, but if that's if that's the cause to hit a woman back, then stay away from me. I don't want to know you.
1: If, I don't want to know you. Thank God, ever been in that situation? But if Michelle hit you or Mindy hit me, I would not hit back. I, well, I wouldn't be around him after that. I'd be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's as egregious either way.
0: So if we, if, if you are, she hit him first, guy or girl. You know what? Just stay away from me. I don't want to talk to you. Correct. I'm with no, you. We're done with that conversation. I'm with you because you're an idiot. I'm with you. Next. All right, let's have a little fun. Uh, no, that was fun. Prince Harry. That was fun because someone had to say it. No one on the network was saying it on mm, ESPN. Agree. So, go ahead.
2: Prince, Prince Harry uh, has his memoir out. Yep. He talked about his brother, Prince William. He said Prince William's hair loss is quote alarming, and that he's looking less and less like their mother as time goes by. Oh, that's that is stiff right there. That's stiff.
0: <laughs> oh
2: boy. <laughs> It might be the meanest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds
1: like their relation. I mean, they couldn't have been all that close. There had to be some type of a chasm in the relationship before the whole Megan thing, right?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: That's tough to say about somebody.
0: I mean, if you think that's true, that's fine. It's just I would think that they'd be able to have some...
1: A better relationship, like he could get better over time. He also talked about taking acid, cocaine, marijuana in his party days, the
2: size of his appendage. Like, you want to read the book, is what I wanted. It sounds like a phenomenal read. You could have saved the page turner and just go on Howard Stern.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Just say all those things.
2: I want to know, Cap. Alarming is such an insane word to use about hair loss. Is that what you've talked about the conversation Mindy had with you? Is that what she said to you? No, I walked in the house and normally she'd be asleep. I was on the air till 11
1: back then at night. Walked in and she's sitting up. We have to have a serious talk. I'm like, oh, God, I've been divorced once. What? No, I love you dearly. It's not that. What are you trying to do? Grow grass? up there. Your hair looks awful. You look old because of it. I watched your show tonight. It is not a good look. Just shave your head. Mm-hmm. And I responded by saying, you're rude. And She's like, I'm not rude. I love you. Right. I want you to look better. That you're better than that. And yep. then when I wrap my brain around it, she was right. Now look at you now. Look at me now. Shay.
2: Uh, this is a headline...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Cuba,
2: speaking of the United Kingdom, this is a headline from England. Uh, British doctors are prescribing nature to their patients. Say nature, nature. The quote here from Tom Miller, who's a general practitioner in Buxton, said, in uh, said the quote: "Evidence is emerging that time outdoors is good for our health."
1: Wow! Yeah. Where'd you park the cop car,
0: Dick Tracy? <laughs> I hear these things on, like, the, the news sometimes. Like, the most obvious thing becomes, like, this big research project. They want to let everyone know. Right. Nature being outside, it helps? Yeah, thanks think so. Good for you. Yeah. How about that?
3: How about that? Aren't wild animals outside? Like, can't we... You know, like, it's, it's scary outside. I was outside everywhere yesterday. Everywhere's not Oregon. <laughs> oh, there's mountain lions in Oregon. We got to <laughs> deal with them when we go camping. I went and, and to walked to around the city yesterday. I...
1: Took a new job as an investigative rep- crime reporter. I had a good time just walking around being out. Fresh air, of
2: course. How, if you go to the doctor and they hand you a prescription that says go outside. I might punch you in the face. <laughs> Here's a bottle of go outside. I might punch you in the face. Like, if I go to the doctor and I'm like, I don't feel good or uh, whatever's going on, and I get a prescription pad that says go outside, I'm going to hit you. Wait, how many people are laying on their couch? <laughs>
3: Doc, I think I tore my ACL.
1: Eating unhealthy food <laughs> and not getting any exercise. Smoking a cigarette and staying on the hey, couch. Hey, it's a lifestyle. If you like it, you like it. Absolutely. I think
3: Dr. Paul told Fields to go outside. No, I... Listen,
0: I'm not going to tell someone how to live. I will just say that being outside, getting some fresh air, is always good. Good for you, even if it's in your patio, your deck. Your you know, being outside is not a bad thing. Agreed. Just don't be cooped up on the inside. That's all. Do what you want, but it's good to get some fresh air in your lungs every day. Here's Shay Norlin.
2: Uh, we've talked a lot about Tamar Hamlin this week, as we should. I want to make sure we also mention really famous actor had a horrifying incident Jeremy Renner oh, uh, God. was run over by his own snow plow Whew. yeah crushed his chest, his leg There's, it's a
0: mess wouldn't happen if he had a, just a good old shovel, it would have been fine just shovel your walk
2: you know what I learned about him is You're he's like not a, allowed he's like a neighborhood hero, he goes through this mountain neighborhood in Nevada or wherever and just plows snow for everybody
0: that's what I was doing Neighborhood hero,
1: yeah. Guess what?
2: Those days are over.
1: I feel great. Yeah, I feel great because we have no snow on the ground in your band. I feel
0: great. Jan, Jan six, no snow. Ah, the shovel just sits there. It's been sitting there for a while now. And if we get snow, your band. I, I can't. I can't do that to the neighborhood. I got to help the neighbors. No, a lot of seniors
2: around, including
1: yeah. me. Your
2: band wishing for snow so you can get the neighborhood hero points like the only reason you want it is so that everybody can remember that you're the hero of the neighborhood <laughs> Guy
1: was out of here for three weeks doing the show I could see him on the team's thing mm-hmm. laying on his floor because he couldn't move because he hurt his back yeah you're out
0: One week of injury and two weeks away from you
2: a great vacation. Try okay. to get healthy. The doctor prescribed time away from cat. Hey,
5: come back. <laughs> Let's go ahead, go
2: ahead, Jay. That's it. That's all we got for the folder boys.
1: That, oh, we must have did well. There's no more left in the folder. That's it. You didn't talk as much today because we had Monday off, so there was extra time. You get to invite one person to a function. If they're late, you win five hundred grand. Who are you inviting? We'll get to that. Michelle Hood. Wow. We got to it.
0: Cap and Jay Hood, cut of the day. That's coming up next on Chicago's Home for Sports. Take that.
4: (laughs) Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports.
0: Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app with you till 10. It'll be Mike Greenberg from 10 to 12, followed by Carmen and Yurko from 12 to 2. Wadlin Meller from 2 to 6. It'll be Black from 6 to 8 into Freddie and Fitzsimmons from 8 to midnight, right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Uh, so, Cap, you gave your official prediction for the Bears. You like the Bears. Um, to cover the seven or the Vikings blowing them out?
1: Vikings blowing them out. For sure, right? Blowout city. Peterman can't keep it close? Boyle can't keep it close? No. Okay. Peterman in the role of underdog. 0-3 straight up, 0-3 ATS in his career, losing by an average of 27 points.
0: I think that (laughs) the trend's your friend right there, right? The trend is your friend. Uh, Charles Barkley was on NBA on TNT. And by the way, just real quick about the NBA. Cap, when you have a doubleheader on TNT, you expect at least one of those games to be competitive. If I told you Denver beat the Clippers 122-91, to you'd say, oh, not so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty bad, though, when the score is like 68-32 60, or something like that at the half. Denver. Brutal. 68-32. And Jokic like. only scored, what, 12? Yeah, he didn't need to do a lot of
1: scoring he there. He had a bunch of assists and rebounds, I know, but he only scored 12. But
0: the problem is is that this league does not have enough stars playing back-to-backs. Do you understand why um, the Greek freak is called the Greek freak? Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know what he plays him? every night. Yeah, because he plays back-to-back
1: every <laughs> night. It's
0: like this Kawhi Leonard, 6 points in 18 minutes. The Clippers shut it down in the in the second half. They said, "Well, you got to play. You're going to play uh, tonight. So all the starters: Leonard, Morris, Zubac, George, Jackson. They only played the first half. We're getting blown out in the first half. So don't come out in the third and fourth quarter. They just made a business decision. That's it. This is a problem, man. It really is for this league. Yeah, it's it's not a good thing. Went, you know what was time off for Michael Jordan and the Bulls." To blow out a team through three quarters, and then the ice would be on the knees in the fourth. I'm not going back out there. Bench, you finished out in the fourth. That was his time. That's it. 33, 34 minutes. I can can beat you in 33 minutes.
1: But he played 82.
0: Yeah, but I can beat you in 33 minutes, our starters. It's like, okay, fourth quarter, we're up 18. We're good. Give me the ice. Give me the ice. We're good. Start wrapping the knees so I can get ready to party. That's what they would do. Sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter, like the bench got it. These guys will not play back-to-back. It's a problem for the league. I don't know how to solve it. But well, we're talking about Charles Barkley. <laughs> Somebody had to be entertaining last night on NBA on TNT. Someone, because it wasn't the games. Barkley says... I'm being honest for you. I don't want to be one of these ass on television. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, I mean jackasses, I meant. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. What the heck is going on? Here? I meant jackasses. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty good. You're not supposed to... I'm being honest. I don't want to be one of these assholes on television. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I mean jackasses, I meant. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man. I apologize. What I apologize. the heck
1: is going on? Here? I meant
0: jackasses. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to my knowledge, that's the first time he's used a-hole on television. Correct. <laughs> it slipped. He slipped, right?
1: He's the best.
0: He didn't mean... Maybe he did mean to do it, but he did not mean to say a-hole. Now, actually, you can say it on Turner Broadcasts. You can, but, you know, Ernie it's cable. Yes, but Ernie Johnson's there, and he doesn't want to have Ernie that on Ernie Johnson's
1: the like the program <laughs> Something else happened in the NBA that was of interest, was it not? In terms of Lowry marketing last night, mm-hmm. good to see player development was really rolling here after Tibbs. He had 49. 49 for the Jazz last night. He had six threes. He did not miss a free throw. He had eight rebounds, and he did not have a turnover. That's the first player in the history of the NBA to do what he did since they started counting turnovers in Mm
3: 1978-79.
1: You think he'd look good on this roster? No question. A stretch four, make threes like that, a team that can't shoot? And that's the little-known thing. And he's admitted I was not mature enough at the time. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't give up on guys who are 21 years of age, Patrick Williams, until you know they can't play or they can and you lock them up, one or the other. You don't go, oh, I didn't see it quick enough. Get him out of here. Lowry marketing at 49 and I'm looking at all the jackaloons on social media. Oh, I, I can't believe it. I didn't see that here. Yeah, because you ran him out of town at 21. Now time for the Cap and J Hood cut of the day. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's It's not
5: boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right. Nope. Not Cap. I'm David Kaplan, and welcome. I'm here at the scene of the crime. Yo.
1: Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh. Whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. Cap and cut of the day, brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse, David Flom and Matt Moore's amazing restaurant. Get the Newski bacon, seafood tower, and go with the champagne vinaigrette dressing on the lobster salad.
0: You think you might have steak. might have a chance to watch me on um, monitor five for UIC against uh, Indiana State
1: at one o'clock? Maybe monitor five, maybe monitor four. I'm going to be out of town. Brett, Minnie, and I. I'm yeah. going to see a G League game tonight. Up in Oshkosh. So the answer no. Monitor 5. I actually have a backup work phone. I might put it up. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it. thank you for listening. I dial in all the time. <laughs>
0: Calling in a big part of the show here on Yes Good to 1000. Thank you, Shay. Thank you, Charlie. Hey, all you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday at 7. So long, everybody. Don't get there, From Chicago.